All right, great to have you here. Really wonderful to have this guy back. He's a lawyer that's been on the front line trying to protect you and me when it comes to these, when it comes to coronavirus, when it comes to the so-called vaccines, the jabs, when it comes to whether they're FDA approved or not, when it comes to whether they're safe for you to take or not, and the adverse effects. He was out in the fore before anybody um, with all the information that we needed, and hopefully you you heeded what he was bringing to you. It's Tom Renz. Uh, Tom, how are you? It's good to see you again, man. I'm doing great. Doing great. I was uh, just down your neck of the woods, down Texas, not too long ago. Well, you got to stop by next time. What happened? Uh, you know, I was flying in, flying out. I, I barely <laughs> had time to be there, and uh, it was scheduled, booked. But uh, I'm looking forward to it because you, you live in a very nice area there. Yeah, it's not bad. Plus, we we both a couple of gym guys. We should go and work out. Um, I'm, Tom, I'm in. Uh, I'm getting people email me every day. Every single day, I follow Renz. He's talking about this. Dr. Jesse Lopez has been on the show a million times. He's talking about this. Um, uh, Peter McCullough's talking about this. Malone's talking about this. Tom, what on earth made any government entity or any food producer think that we would want mRNA technology in our food? This isn't. Re- this is not really happening, right? No way. No, it is happening. There's no question about it. I mean, to give you an idea how long this has been planned. Uh, the first study, and I think it, they were all before this, but the first study I was able to find uh, on this was uh, they, they made a transmissible hepatitis vaccine in 2005. You eat a potato, it looks like a potato, it smells like a potato, it's a potato, right? It, but it has yeah. a, uh, a vaccine built into it. So they've been working on these transmissible vaccines for years. Technology's there, and uh, it's a lot, e- a lot easier to do with vegetables than meats, but they're working on getting it into everything. And so uh, this is now happening. Gates is funding it. Everybody's funding it. And I don't think it's a matter of anybody saying, hey, you know, who wants this? It's a matter of let's try and sneak it in because everybody's walking away from these died suddenly death jabs. And uh, they're, they're just hell bent on making sure they get these, these poisons into us. For those who don't know, the M in mRNA is messenger. Uh, when I talked to Malone, who was the original patent holder for this technology, uh, he says it does have the ability to change your DNA. Um, he, he actually took the Moderna shots. He said it on my show. And now he's working on, on counteracting what feelings he's getting from the, just, just the side effects, higher blood pressure, heart issues, whatever. He's actually, because he's a scientist, he's working on trying to undo what these mRNA shots are doing Again, maybe I don't understand how the food supply works. Don't they have to tell us? Don't they have to ask our approval? Don't they have to ask us, hey, would you like this? What makes them think they can just put it in, Tom? Well, I mean, the same thing that makes them think they can tell you that you have to wear a mask or shut down your business. They don't care about the law. Uh, You know, listen, the law is a little unclear in this, and this is one of the big problems. We've been pushing for House Bill 1169 in Missouri, and all it does is require that if they put any medicines or gene therapies into your food or anything else, that they get informed consent before they sell it to you, which is, you know, you'd think that would be legal under the law anyway. It's international law, Tom. One would think. Informed consent after World War II became international law. So again. And American. How can it it be, uh, you know, a gray area? It it can't be. Yeah, well. Well, here's what they're doing, right? So a lot of the law related to the uh, USDA and the FDA and all this stuff was written long before they had mRNA technology or the capacity to genetically modify food so that it could genetically modify you. But that's happening now. That tech is there. And, you know, the real danger is Bill Gates's factory meat, honestly, that he's going to be producing. It's supposed to be in restaurants another month or two. Uh, but the thing about this is, is the law's 
are way behind the times. So there's some loopholes, and what they're saying is, well, you know, food is not medicine. It's food, so it's under a different category. So we're going to leave it under the food category, not call it medicine. You don't have to give informed consent for food. So that's that's what I think they're going to try and I do. I want to be as basic, basic as I can because I'm kind of a dumb guy. You tell me this off the air all the time. If I want my child to take a children's Tylenol or a children's Benadryl and she's not down for it, I might put it in a piece of candy. I might put it in some food. It doesn't make it less medicine because it's in the food. So what are we talking about here? How do we make that separation? Well, you're right, but you're applying common sense and uh, you know the, the applicable rule of law to something that it ought to be applied to, right? Uh, you've got to understand, these people have done everything they can to stomp on it. Think about this, Joe. Think about this. We are a nation founded by a group of guys who had a tea party and started a revolution with, under the guise of taxation without no representation, right? right? Uh, can you imagine our founding fathers being told you have to wear a mask and stay in your house? I mean, no. they would have been out with muskets the next day. These guys have been have been flaunting the law, and they continue to do so. Now, when we start talking about the law related to food and drug regulation, it's complicated. There's nothing simple about it. There's a lot of conflicting law. There's a lot of stuff that says, well, you got to do this. You don't have to do that. This loophole, that loophole. And, you know, there's so many thousands of pages there that what they'll do is they're going to say, listen, here's the loophole. This is it. We're calling this food, not a drug. And then they're going to they're just going to ignore it. And I agree with you. Common sense says no, but they're doing it. We have listen, we have the other big issue here that's really kind of under, understated in this is we eliminated country of origin labeling in our food requirements, right? It used to be that you had to say this is from China, this is from Brazil, this is from wherever. Now you don't, right? So you don't know. You could be eating a hamburger from Ohio or you could be eating a hamburger from China. Now, China just released a study on creating transmissible mRNA, and they showed that they could actually transmit it in mice through milk, right? They give a, show, a cow a shot, the mice drink the milk, and the mice are vaccinated. And wow. the same would apply to humans. So uh, the thing about this is, is do, we don't know what they're doing in other countries. We do know that transmissible mRNA vaccines are a thing. We've now seen that, that they can survive. Everybody said that these particles are really fragile and they break down. They'll never survive the digestive system. But we have studies now that are showing that they do survive the digestive system. And one of the most, e the easiest way to understand this is we have babies getting vaccinated through the breast milk of mom, right? So if, if it wouldn't survive the digestive system, that wouldn't be the case. So this is actually happening. We know that they've got it where they can do this with plants. We they are working on getting the approval to get this stuff put into all sorts of animals. They do have an mRNA platform that they've been using since 2018 in pigs. It's called Sequevity. It's by Merck. So that's there. And what happened was is these lobbyists came in and told everybody in a bunch of different states, hey, you can't outlaw mRNA because we're going to have it in everything. Well, they, a bunch of these people came and said, hey, the, rep, the lobbyists are telling us they're going to put mRNA in everything. We can't ban mRNA because I was working on mRNA bills. And I said, well, what do you mean they're going to put it in everything? So we look into this, and they're putting it into all the food. Wow. It's everywhere. It's so Tom Renz. He's a great lawyer, T-O-M-R-E-N-Z.com, TomRenz.com. Uh, Tom, I'm just blown away by this. If I understood what you were saying midway there, it sounds like, I could be eating a steak from Brazil and not know it, or I could be eating something from Brazil and not know it. They might have put mRNA in it because they're, we have no idea what they're putting in their food, and then I, yep. just, I just have it now. 
Yeah, and, and there's no way for you to know. You don't know where it's coming from. You don't know what's going on. And, you know, it's interesting because the big pharma is donating massive, massive money to big ag. So, like, you look at a bunch of different crews out there. The Agus crews are all, they're all in on this. They're like, yeah, sweet, we're going to do this, right? So, and remember, Bayer bought Monsanto. Monsanto was the largest seed producer on the planet. Right. Bayer's big pharma. Bayer has a deal with BioNTech to see about, you know, producing seeds that are mRNA vaccines. We have a lab in San Diego that is testing COVID vaccines in plants. They're growing plants right now as we speak. Metacago is growing plants, testing this with the COVID vaccines in them. Now, do you think that you're going to be made aware of it? Here's the problem. All the bill, we've got a bill in Missouri, House Bill 1169. It does one thing, one thing, nothing else. It says informed consent. If you're going to put this in food, it's a two-page bill. I, I Show me another two-page bill on the planet. You can't, it, right. It literally says if you're going to put this in food, you got to get informed consent. And uh, if they're not doing it, why is it that everybody on the planet is opposing and fighting this? What is there to fight if you're not doing it? It's Tom Renz. It's, it's, stark, it's startling because it sounds like science fiction. Informed consent has been the law of the world for the last 80 years. It doesn't make any sense why we wouldn't have informed consent. This is no different than Dr. Mengele and what he was trying to do back in Nazi Germany. And, and what, what blows my mind is I made the conscious decision to not get one of these shots because I see the adverse effects. I hear your numbers that you always bring up. I see the yep. hard work that you're doing for all of us. And I might, be, I might already be uh, filled with mRNA without even knowing it because I don't have my own cows in the backyard and I'm not growing my own corn. Yeah, well, we, here's the thing. We've been told, well, even if you're growing your own corn, are you going to know if they've modified those seeds? No clue. I, you know, and if the, if the corn is designed to vaccinate the cows, you know, what happens then? Uh, you see, this is the problem. Without transparency, without legislation that requires disclosure, there's no way for us to know this. But why would you oppose transparency if you don't have anything to hide? Why would you oppose a bill that does nothing but provide informed consent, which is already legal? It just closes a loophole on food. And, and, you know, and, this, and by the way, there are some people who might want to eat it with mRNA technology. They don't care. And that's fine. And that, can, but that should be our decision. We should be informed. It's you simple. can. If you want to eat these, you want to go get 48 booster shots by all means. You know, when your head turns green and spins around and you puke pea soup, great for you. <laughs> uh, but but the reality is, is you you can't make a decision without informed consent. This not. shouldn't even be a right or left issue. This is just a, a human rights issue. Is it going to pass in Missouri? That's easy. It's a two-page deal. You would think, wouldn't you? I think but it passed easily. It's still a red state. Bear Monsanto is headquartered. They're actually having a committee vote on it tonight, and uh, we'll see what happens. But I will tell you one thing, Joe. I'm listing names. Anybody that doesn't vote for this, we're going to talk about how they're against informed consent. That's okay. the downside. The upside, though, is that we now have a whole bunch of states interested in doing this. I'm hoping, hoping we can get Texas on it. Uh, God bless Texas. Uh, I'd like to see Texas and Florida leading the way on this. So we're going to be reaching out down there. We've got a bunch of states showing interest in this. I'm prayerful that we'll get this passed. Well, I'll have Ken Paxton on soon. He's the uh, the attorney general here in Texas, maybe even Dan Patrick, who's the Senate leader. And uh, we'll talk to them about what's going on with it. It's Tom Renz. Go to T-O-M-R-E-N-Z.com. Uh, Tom Renz.com. He does a nice podcast as well. Follow him on all the social media sites. He's doing great work every single day. Just got this notification yesterday, Tom, that the FDA says they're pulling the EUA for monovalent 
um, um, vac- so-called vaccines, but the bivalent vaccines still have the EUA. What does that even mean? Uh, uh, allegedly, I guess the monovalent was for the original coronavirus, so now they're saying no EUA on that. Did they make a mistake by ever giving it EUA? Uh, they certainly did, but... Uh... You know, I mean, listen, the the the, the new uh, the newer version is still out there. You know, COVID jab part two is still out there. Uh, you know, this was never, ever a safe or effective drug. Pfizer's admitted that they didn't even check for transmissibility and they don't understand how it is that this is going to listen to immune I, I, I response. Ask you, I want to ask you something in, in a legal sense because you brought that up and I really appreciate yeah. you bringing that up. You're right. On the world court, uh, it might have been in Norway or somewhere, but Pfizer, the, one of these executives was asked, did you ever test to see if it stopped transmission and stopped, uh, and stopped uh, um, spreading it uh, yeah. or, or, or receiving it or spreading it, getting it or spreading it? And the answer was, nope, never even tested it. So how then, Tom, with that knowledge, knowing that, how did Walensky at CDC, whoever it is at FDA, how is it that Fauci and everybody on down the line, Burks and everybody else, they all said, if you take this, it will stop it, you can't get it, and you can't spread it. What information, because Walensky is pretending that she had information two and a half years ago that it did stop you from getting it and stop you from spreading it. Even the manufacturer says we never tested it. So what information, if any, did they have to make those claims? Well, I don't think they had any good faith basis for doing this. I mean, I, you know, and under the law, uh, there, there's a section of code that says to provide an EUA, you have to do a, a, a balancing task. You basically balance the risks and the benefits to see whether it's, you know, better or worse to do this. There's no way that you can justify this. Now, there's been a couple lawsuits where that particular uh, part of the law has been has been cited, and a couple of the judges said, "Well, you know, this can only be enforced by uh, by the state by you know the AG. It's an internal thing. It's an administrative thing. You know, it can't be enforced by us." Now we just had a ruling from the Supreme Court came down yesterday that allowed uh, citizens to challenge enforcement mechanisms under administrative uh, under the guise of administrative actions. So I haven't had a chance yet. I'm hoping if that that ruling was written broadly enough that it may facilitate us being able to go after these guys on a couple things because they flaunted the law on this, Joe. Yes. Honestly, they flaunted it. There was never any justification for these. There was never any basis for these. They were always dangerous. They ignored informed consent rules. They ignored everything. I mean, these people should be tried for crimes against humanity. I could not agree more. TomRenz.com, R-E-N-Z is his last name, T-O-M-R-E-N-Z.com. Go there and check out his podcast. Uh, go and find out everything that he's reporting on these vaccines and on coronavirus and on down the line. I- I've got to ask you something, uh, and I don't know that you saw her say this. You probably did because you're a smart guy and, you're, and you pay attention. But Kathy Hochul, who's the governor of New York, was asked in the last month or two if she was going to bring back the health care workers that, that were fired for not getting the vaccination, not getting the shot, the jab. And she said, no. Why would I want anybody who's looking for health care to be put under extra risk of getting of getting COVID-19 from the person they're supposed to be getting care from? Tom, is she dumb enough, my word, not yours, to really believe that the health care worker can give the patients coronavirus or, or COVID-19 if they're not vaccinated, but if they are, then they can't? She can't believe that, can she? Not today. Well, Joe, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm going to one-up your dumb enough and, and make it my word and say she's dumber than a brick. <laughs> I mean, this woman is so dumb it hurts. At this point, it, it, you're either willfully blind or truly one of the dumbest people on the planet. There is no way, no way at this point that you still think this is good. I mean, we have so much data and evidence that shows indisputably. The, and I, 
I, Joe, I think I came on your show and said this back in 2021. Yeah. I think I came on and said, get the jab, get COVID. Yes. Well, that's turned out to be exactly true statistically. You're actually at an increased risk of getting COVID if you got the jab. And probably worse COVID because it destroys your natural immune system. These jabs have done absolutely nothing positive. One thing, Joe, that I, I guarantee you haven't heard because I haven't heard a single other person talk about this. So I firsthand saw uh, that they have a separate test now where they can distinguish when you're, whether your antibodies are a, a COVID antibodies or vaccine antibodies. And that's a critical thing, right? Now, I haven't got scientific explanation for this. I'm going to be talking to some of my smart people about this coming up. But here's the thing. If the COVID vaccine is going to cause, you know, cause your body to produce antibodies that are going to stop you from getting COVID, well, why would they be different than the antibodies created by your body if you got COVID? And the fact that exactly. they're distinct and that they can actually be tested distinctly really gives you a pause. Well, what the hell is this doing to you? If it's not going to stop COVID or not work like your body does if it's stopping COVID, what is it doing? It's a great and question. No, I haven't heard that anywhere else. I did nothing that, that they were distinctly different. That makes a, a big difference. If you've got antibodies for one thing and it doesn't fight the thing that you're trying to stop, then it was worthless. And, and I think that that's your point. Tom, I'm out of time. we got to do this more often. I say that every time. The work that you're doing is so important. Go follow him everywhere on Twitter, on Truth. On, on, are you on Getter too? And we're everywhere. Follow we're him everywhere course. and go to TomRens.com. He's bringing the truth every day. Tom, thanks a million for what you do. Let's do it again soon. Sounds great, Joe. Talk soon. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. If you missed any part of my interview with Ted Nugent, it's about 33 minutes worth. We'll put it up tonight on Rumble. Also, my interview with Tom Renz about mRNA technology used in food. Really? He's got the story. All right. Really appreciate you stopping by. Another big show tomorrow. That is uh, Polo. That is Sam. That's Carrie. I'm Joe. We'll see you later. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.